Yeah, did you say hi? No, we gave him a look. What kind of look? Like you're... Like I saw him. We should, I saw you? I saw you. I, seen I saw you, you bro. <laughs> you gonna die. No, don't do this. <laughs> I was <laughs> recording, by the well, way. It's okay, just don't, don't put that part out. Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid with Jose and Richard. It is our bi-weekly podcast about stupid stuff, but mainly about movies, video games, um, other things. It's really about stupid stuff. It is about stupid TV shows. Yeah. Um, you know, it's today we're going to talk about some really cool things, so get strapped in, prepare for the ride. So this past week, I watched a movie... I watched two in the I wa- same actually, day. I actually watched like three movies. Yeah. but And I saw one twice. But I think the one that we both want to talk about is uh, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. It's the third movie in the series. And right now it's doing very well in Rotten Tomatoes. It's like Tomatoes. the third in the Thor series, but like what, the 19th oh, in yeah. the it's MCU? Like, what they, phase three. Phase yeah. three in the MCU. Yeah. 20th movie. Um, so you would think at this point it would be like an Iron Man 3, which was... Yeah. But... Some people think that was a good movie. Some people are wrong. They are. Some people are very they wrong. They really are. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. It just... Well, okay. See, like, here's the thing. All MCU movies, I love them. Every single one of them. Even the bad ones. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you compare it to things like Civil War or Winter Captain Soldier. America, Winter Soldier, yeah. it's just like, come on, really? Or even the new Spider-Man that came out. I'm just like... Homecoming was on. great. Homecoming was great. So, but we're talking about Thor. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen it, we are going to not spoil anything for you. No. Because we're trying really hard not to spoil movies. Because we've been yelled at. We've been yelled at several times for spoiling movies. But I like, to, I like to spoil movies. Yeah, by our wives. Um, who are like, oh, why are you spoiling this movie? If I wanted to watch it, then I can't. I'm like, You're, you weren't going to watch it, ever. <laughs> like, who was going to watch Kingsman 2? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody cared that movie got Nor spoiled. Nor should they. <laughs> Remember that. Never watch Kingsman 2. Um, even though I gave it a good rating. Anyway, point being is Thor Ragnarok. Okay, so basically um, at the end of... Well, during, uh, what was it, Civil War? Yes. Or was it, was it Civil War when he... No, 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 no. It was Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, Thor goes off on a kind of his own, like, to figure things out, and he has his vision about Ragnarok, which is uh, a mythology in Norse, Norse mythology, the end of Asgard, where all the right. the uh, gods live. And so um, this is Thor trying to... He's been searching this whole time, trying to figure out what's going on and to save his people. And he, you know, runs into... Uh, what's Seder? Hell? Huh? Runs into Seder. You're talking about the yeah, very no, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm not going to talk about the movie. I'm just talking about like he he finds out that um, Hela, the goddess of death, uh-huh. is is back, and she is wanting to take things over and yeah. start you know and, and kind of claim the throne. Anyway, so. Thor gets uh, lost, gets captured on a different world. I'm doing really good, by the way. I'm you're, not you're, you're I'm trying, trying really hard, really not hard. To spoil this yeah. movie. Uh, he gets lost on a world, and he becomes a combatant in a Colosseum style fight, headed by the Grandmaster, played by Jeff Goldblum, who was basically who, Jeff Goldblum in space. But he did amazing. Like he was great. Oh my gosh! Every time he was on the screen. Um, so he, then he finds out that another combatant is actually Hulk, who's been missing this whole time for like two years. Since the individual yeah. Ultron. And so, um, you know, they fight, which was really cool. Yep. It was a great fight. And then he basically tries to plan his way to get back and to defeat Hela and save his people. That's basically the gist of the movie. It doesn't have It's not too groundbreaking, of course, but no. it was a solid film. It was really good. It had a lot of comedic 
uh, stuff in it. Um, I can't remember the director's name, but he he did a lot of the flight flight of the Concord. He's New Zealand. He's New, he, New yeah, Zealand. He's from New Zealand. I don't know how you say that New Zealander. New Zealander. He's a New Zealander. Yes, um, but it was just it brought what I felt was a lot of you know brightness to the MCU. Um, I know one of the things we're going to talk about is comedy in the action movies. Yeah. So, you know, basically, I mean, we like the movie, me and Rick like the movie a lot. And I thought the comedy was great. Like I was laughing the whole time at everybody in the theater is laughing the whole time. And I'm like, that's you should get up. You go to the movies to be entertained. Right. Okay. I know we have this fanboy attitude sometimes where everything has to be perfect and match everything, you know, the way we our expectations. But if you go in and I'm entertained, I really enjoy a movie because you can get something like Batman versus Superman who could have stayed true to a lot of stuff. And it wasn't entertaining, so it no. didn't even matter what they did. So or even Watchmen. Like, that's a good one, because sometimes people don't find that entertaining, but they stayed true to a lot of things. Right. Anyway, the point being is is that a lot of people were upset because it was very comedic, even more so than Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. I would say. Like, just roll, yeah. like, everything was... But it wasn't, like, a joke. Nothing was jokey. It was just there were funny moments, and people were just being, you know, normal. I, don't I know. felt like... Uh, and one of the things I'm appreciating about... You know, Spider-Man: Homecoming and Thor: Ragnarok in particular is, yeah, they're comic book movies, they're comic book characters, but I feel like if you did a direct translation from a comic book page or comic book panels to a movie, it'd be pretty boring. Like, I mean, I love comic books, I love reading through them, but you you read through them and there's not a lot of humor in them unless it's like Deadpool or you know some of the. But actually, man, if you read Spider-Man, yeah, there are hu- there's right. humor and they do it really well right. when they, when comic books tackle humor and it's funny because a lot of times comic books poke fun at themselves too, right. whether they're Deadpool or not. Even X-Men, they all do it and they make they're corny sometimes. It's it's the writer saying, "Hey, I know this is a comic book, but here I'm going to ta- tackle this tough right. subject." But it's a comic book, so let's dial it back with some some goofy thing. But I think with like bringing in the humor, like or kicking the humor up a notch. With those two movies, I feel like they're making it. I don't want to say realistic because, yeah, these are these are comic movies, but it's it adds a little bit more of an everyman aesthetic to it or or timing to it. When it does what these movies should, they should be fun. They should be fun right. movies where you're excited. And you know what? The the thing that Thor had it going for it is that it, this action was really good too. Yeah, seeing I'm telling you right now that opening scene where he's fighting um, those Sakard uh, minions. Yeah. I've never seen him use that hammer, his hammer that way. Right. And they found inventive ways for him to do it. And how right. they shot it, it was like really well done action. So right. the action in this movie is really good. And the humor is really good. And right. it fits, especially where they are. It's, it's really goofy. And it's a funny situation. And the characters are, are they don't, they're not goofy for no reason. That's just how they are. So I, I just thought it was really well done. And I don't understand this whole complaining about the comedy in it. Yeah, Gabo. I know you hated the movie. <laughs> I'm calling you out. <laughs> um, I also think it's interesting the the way they're building the Thor character and everything that we see in Co- of Thor in the comic books. He's this very stoic, you know, kind of regal character. But over the period of the three movies, and I didn't care for Thor: The Dark World. No. I, it was it was a weird. It, it was just a weird spot. It's one, of, it's one of those middle movies that feels like a throwaway movie. It felt like a middle yeah. movie, right? Um, much like Iron Man Two did. I mean, yeah. not to that extent, but or Iron Man you know, three, Iron Man three really Iron Man felt, three like, felt like the middle movie. Iron Man two is just kind of like fell flat. It had yeah. a lot of good stuff that could have happened, but it just fell flat. But you've seen this character who, who was about to claim the throne in the very first movie, and 
you know, he lost that, like, you know, he lost his hammer and everything. And you've seen him getting broke down more and more over time, over the period of the three movies. You know, in the first movie, he was dealing with, you know, losing the hammer, finding it, dealing with being on Earth. And the second one is kind of still blending the two worlds that he existed in, Mm -hmm. of being an Asgardian, being on Earth, you know, having a love interest. Guardian. (laughs) Having a love interest and everything. And then by the third one, that's everything is like taken away from him. You know, even even his hair is taken away from him. In the third movie by Stanley. By Stanley. And it was fantastic. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Probably my favorite. You shall not touch my hair. <laughs> please don't, please don't my touch hair. my hair, sir. <laughs> that was probably my favorite Stanley. Oh, it was great. Like, you know, well, scene. Tony Stank was pretty good, too. Tony Stank, Tony Stank was, was really good. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And then and then uh, having Korg in there just as just com- even yeah. more comic, comedic relief. Yeah. I mean, it was hilarious. It was, that was just the director. That was the director. Yeah, it was the, the director. Doing it. So, I mean, this whole thing about comedy, because, you know, like Suicide Squad tried to have comedy in it. it and that's that's an example of it, like, kind of going wrong, I feel like. And I'm not going to lie. I I say this carefully. I enjoyed Suicide Squad. I still enjoy Suicide because Squad. Because I had zero expectations of it. I by it the time terrible. By the time everyone saw it. You know, we, we, Holly and I, you know, we waited on it. We, we waited a few weeks before it was almost out of the theater. We finally went to see it. At that point, everyone that I knew had seen it. It was like, oh, it's terrible. It's, it's a garbage movie. I wasn't really looking forward to the movie in the first place because I wasn't that familiar with that whole team up mm-hmm. in the, in the DC universe. So I didn't have a lot of high expectations for what they were going to do with it. And then when I saw it, I was like, no, this isn't great. I mean, Cholo Joker was terrible, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was it was a it was a good action film. Yeah, you know, um, wasn't groundbreaking. No. You know, wasn't like a Nolan film or anything. Like but that. I think in that movie, you know, it had some issues with the comedy being forced into the movie. You know, where I know well, that some, was Warner Brothers. Um, yeah, trying to and then they, saying heard, like you got to make this. They heard lighter. about they heard about Justice League trying to make it more humorous yeah. and, and brighter too. So this. The thing about Thor is in Guardians of the Galaxy to another extent too is they didn't feel I didn't feel like they were forcing the comedy at right. all. It felt like a natural fit for the characters they've established. That's the difference. Yeah. Right? Even Thor, like he may be stoic and, and this and that, but if you look at all of his appearances, there's just a little bit of yeah. like goofiness because he's not of the world and he's you know, silly at right. times, you know, and so he says silly things. And even when you get to Age of Ultron, he's goading everyone to pick up the hammer yeah. off the coffee table. Oh, and it's, it's, uh, he's, he's playful. Yeah. He's playful is what he is. Yeah. And so in here, he's actually, I felt like he was less playful, except from the beginning, the beginning scenes. Once he goes, you know, and getting captured, yeah. I mean, he's less playful after that. And so he's going through something, of yeah. course. Um, so, you know, it took fantasy because that's what a lot of Thor books were is like kind of fantasy mixed with a superhero genre and took it in a way that was entertaining and like bright and colorful and interesting. Yeah. And it, the humor made sense for me. I, I, like, I thought this so is great too. because the last two movies, even the first one, like I liked Thor one, right. It's directed by Kenneth Branagh. Um, but it was kind of, it was kind of, eh, the, we the enjoyed best it. part of it was Loki. Yeah. Right? I mean, anybody would say that. And Loki actually had... Loki was in this movie. Spoiler. Not really, because you see him in the trailer. Yeah. But his part in the movie wasn't as big as the other times. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was It was lessened. It was more It was more like a Hulk, <laughs> Hulk Thor buddy comedy. It really times. was. You know, it was, it was a buddy was cop great, drama. Man. It was great. No, and it didn't, it didn't fall into like one kind of genre either. You know, it, yeah. it had a bunch of different yeah. elements. And it was just a good movie. 
So I mean, I don't I don't have a problem with them putting comedy in comic book movies like Spider Man. Um, you know, even a Batman or a Superman having comedy. Yeah. Like, and not like the right amount comedy for that person. Right. And if it's not forced, right. like don't, if, if something's dark, don't try to make it funny because you think audiences are going to react. Better. I thought it, when the, you know, the whole justice league stuff started coming out and the reshoots and I don't know if this is a reshoot, but I did appreciate in the trailer when, um, Barry Allen asked Bruce Wayne, like, so what's your so- superpower? I'm and he rich. just looks at him and was like, I'm rich. <laughs> Yes, I don't I mean, see that. No, but I'll, see, that's the thing. Batman's thing is resources and prep time. If he has, he, he has unlimited resources because he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, apparently. And, and if he has enough prep time, he can do he anything. Can do anything. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. I just, I think, I think with that movie, they're going to force a lot of humor into it. And that's the problem. And see, Batman, his humor is not the same. That's another, that's right. another thing, right? Yeah. The humor should be right for the character. Yeah. The type of humor. Because if agree. you watch like Batman the Animated Series, that had humor in it. And Batman was funny at times, but he was almost like sarcastic funny or like sinisterly funny. You know, like, like Haha, I, I got an inside joke that I'm talking, you know, right. I'm, I'm playing on you. And that was his, it was only for him. The comedy was, the humor was only for Batman. Right. He usually had a, the, yeah. he, he had a one up on, on a bad guy exactly. and he didn't reveal it to the very end exactly. or whatever. Yeah. So that was that in me. But if he would have been cracking jokes like Spider-Man does the whole time. Yeah. And that's my, some, of, some of my problem with Spider-Man is that they don't get his wisecracking right all the time when he's yeah. doing it. And I, I thought they did, they did a great with Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Um, it did okay with the first trilogy. I mean, it was okay. Second trilogy. Second trilogy. Second, second we both do two not movies like were Amazing terrible. Spider-Man. Um, because Andrew Garfield, who's a great actor. He just, just wasn't Peter did Parker. not do good as Peter Parker. He was yeah. like a jerk I Peter thought Parker. Emma Stone was great as uh, um, Gwen Stacy. Emma Stone's good at everything. Yeah. <laughs> Except for being Asian. Because she got in trouble for that one movie. What? Yeah, she what got in movie? trouble for that. It was some romantic comedy. And she was Asian? Yeah, the book that, that the movie was based on, She was just, her character was supposed to be Asian. And they kind of whitewashed it. Well, it's not her fault. She got cast, and she's like, well, I'm going to be in this movie. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to be Asian? Well, I like money. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know. Hey, drop us, drop us an email. Uh, it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Yeah. You can email us there. What you think about Thor, or what you think about these comedy uh, this comedy elements in these comic book movies. Do you yeah. like a lot of comedy, or you know, do you agree with that it should be the right amount of comedy, or do you just want your comic book movies to be action beat-em-ups that don't have comedy and don't get it forced and just yeah. you know, are dark and... Batman Begins ish. Let us know. <laughs> or you could also tweet us at Where, is she? Uh, <laughs> where are they? At IGTGS show. IGTGS show. Okay, moving right along. Let's move on to the last movie that we watched. So uh, we both saw Thor Ragnarok, but I also got to see. That wasn't the last movie I watched. Though. That's true. That's not. Uh, I guess the last movie I saw was Blade Runner 2049. Hey. Yeah. I remember that movie. Yeah. I saw that movie too. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, I only watched the original Blade Runner not too long ago, probably about six or seven months ago, just because I knew 2049 was coming out. And as a good nerd, I felt like I needed to watch it. So it was one of those bucket list movies that I, or, you know, I guess bucket list is okay. That's a weird term for a list like of movies. Like you're going to die? Like soon? I need to see it before I die. Oh, you know, they have those lists, like 100 movies before, <laughs> yeah. 100 movies you need to see before you die. I'm thinking, you know, if I'm going to die, I'm probably not going to go watch a too movie. I don't movies. think that if, if you gave me two months to live and be like, let's be honest, you would watch movies. No, I mean, no, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch any movies. If I was, if you gave me two months to live, I wouldn't think, 
oh crap, let me look at this list of 100 <laughs> movies and make sure I've watched them all. It's because I'm the Criterion Collection. Yeah, no, who cares? Like, I'm at that point, I'm like, I don't need to watch movies anymore. I'm going to go hang out with my family. No, I felt like I needed to watch Blade Runner. So, uh, the original? The original. So, wait, are you telling me you've never seen Blade Runner up until this point? I had never seen it until about eight months ago. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, 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 we don't want to talk about movies I haven't seen. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I, you know, I had, it was relatively fresh, you know, it hadn't been, you know, obviously it wasn't like 15 years ago when I saw it or anything. So it was rel- relatively fresh and I enjoyed the first one. I thought it was, you know, sci-fi movies now are so like action packed and everything has to, like every scene has to have something going on in it. And it just reminded me like why I liked some of the older sci-fi movies from like the eighties and early nineties where there was a lot more slower pacing to Mm -hmm. things. I mean, it, it really let you like dig into the story without like knowing that there's an explosion that's going to happen. The setting of sci-fi, right? The story does not have to be exactly sci-fi elements maybe, but now everything is sci-fi and everything is super, thoughtful in like sci-fi and it's like you don't have to do that just make a good movie and then set in a sci-fi setting right um so i really appreciate the first one and going to 2049 i was really excited about it and it lived it lived up to it that was a really good story i thought it felt like it was it was a good continuation of what the first one the first original story was i didn't watch the one of the 25 different theatrical final final cuts which ending did you like which do you watch the original ending? Yeah, the original ending. Okay, because I've, I've seen the original ending and I've seen the director's cut ending, like the first cut, not the. Yeah. Ex- there's another. The final final like, cut. There's like five different. I'm yeah. Sure there's like five different cuts, but I saw because I have the director's cut yeah. DVD, and so but I've seen the original ending. So I saw the original movie, which when before I saw 2049, I looked up like which version of Blade Runner should I watch before seeing 2049, and the director's answer was whichever one you can get your hand on before seeing it. But it, everyone really suggested, like, just watch the original. original. Yeah, I, th- so, I think that's a good idea. It was really good. I thought it played into the continuation of the story really well. I thought um, uh, Wallace, the guy played by Jared Leto, uh, was a really interesting character. I thought they could have done more with yeah. him. They could have built more into his story. Uh, it, it, some of his choices seemed weird because we didn't know that much about him. And there was a lot of assumptions that you kind of yeah, had to take place, exactly. which I read some articles afterwards, and it makes more sense. Um, but I felt like uh, Love was the his his replicant that he had made, the one that was kind of his right hand man, was really the villain in the story. Yeah. Um, and there was some really interesting, like, there's you know, there's some really interesting takes on, like the the final like you know confrontation between. Um, Joe and love uh, in the car scene, um, which I don't know if we want to spoil no, that. Don't spoil it. Okay. Don't spoil it. Um, no spoilers anymore at this podcast. Um, there are some really interesting takes on why certain things were done and which after reading some articles, I felt like, Oh, okay. That makes a ton of sense. Um, and I thought just the way it kind of, it still left the story a little open-ended. I don't think it, it answered the question from the original movie. I still think it did. I mean, so, okay. So basically, um, if you've never seen the original Blade Runner, I'm not going to spoil it either because yeah. I don't think that's that's a bad thing to do because it's a classic, man. Yes. And so... Go watch them. Go watch yeah, both of them. Go watch both of them. But it's set, yeah. it, it just said it. It's set in the future and this one corporation, Tyrell Corporation, which is what we were talking about back in the Aliens episode. Or, that was yeah. the last episode, right? That was the corporation that tied in. And basically, they, they this Tyrell has made 
cybernetic beings. They, they call them replicants. But they're called replicants, and they're they look for all intents and purposes they look human, but they're they're not. And um, they use them as slaves, basically. They use them yeah. to mine, and they use them to do all this stuff. They're supposed to only live for four years. Yeah. Um, and you can program them to do, you know, certain, you know, fulfill certain tasks. Um, but for whatever reason, there are some replicants that were living longer, longer. and then they than go, their four-year they lifespan. Kinda, they, they break some rules because they're not supposed yeah. to hurt humans and things like that, obviously. Like the right. Three laws of robotics, right? And so, you know, they hire uh, are these they're policemen, and they're called Blade Runners, and they're the ones that go after replicants that have lived past the years and so they're bounty hunters basically yeah. and so in the first one harrison ford decker was a blade runner um and there's a question in the movie that is not answered and that's why they have so many different endings because they leave it up to a lot of interpretation yes. and so this movie just continues on a, l- a lot of that story uh, i thought it was very thought-provoking yeah. very interesting and basically it just talks about the whole premise of the the movie is what is humanity and what does that right. really mean what does it really mean to be human and just because something is not hum- created in the normal human way, meaning a baby, yeah. if they exhibit the same thing as a human, the same emotions, the same you know, uh, personalities, does that make them human or not? Right. Should they be treated differently? I mean, it was a really good take on humanity. What, is it, what does it boil down to? Like, yeah. what, what does our humanity boil down to? Exactly. So, it was so yeah, it's a, it's a really good look at, at certain things that we don't really think about. Um, both movies are great. I highly recommend both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're long. They so, they take some time to get into. That was my one complaint with uh, 2049, is that there were some scenes they could have taken out. hundred uh, percent. A lot of landscape 100%. shots. I don't. You know me and I hate, I hate. I hate landscape shots, especially. <laughs> see, these are problems. So like when they want, they would have this one landscape shot of what was going on, but it was just a bunch of nothing in the landscape. So it didn't. It didn't tell me more about this future because I've already. I knew it with Blade Runner. So I, I was like, you could have got rid of that. It's kind of like it, lost I, in translation, yes. which if you ever know anything about me, I hate that movie yeah, that's because I don't garbage. like Sofia Coppola. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but no, that movie I don't. Garbage. Every single movie she she made is terrible. Virgin Suicide is terrible. And you can fight me on this. Fight me. Come on, bro. Um, Virgin Suicide is terrible. Marie Antoinette, terrible. Lost in Translation, like terrible. Antoinette. Exactly, because she is a terrible director. I'm yeah. sorry. And that movie, Lost in Translation, is just a bunch of landscape shots anyways back to what we're talking about i agree there were some really long landscape shots landscape shots but i feel like it it brought back to the original movie because there was a lot of slower pacing there was a lot of landscape shots landscape shots i'm gonna say that right one time um and there was a lot of i think time for uh deckert in the first movie to kind of think into yeah into experience things it wasn't like now if if the main character finds out something in the next scene he's already like you know busting the case it's like csi miami in space <laughs> wow yeah. anyway so yeah no i, I really enjoyed blade around 2049 yeah. i highly good. recommend even it, was, it even though it was too long i still enjoyed it a lot yeah. go see it it's it's a fun it's a good movie um i was gonna say it's a fun movie like it's an action comedy. Yeah, I, I mean, it's fun I, to watch. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think about it as an action movie either. Yeah. Like it's not action sci-fi. No. It's just a sci-fi. It's yeah. like real sci-fi movie. That's the thing. Is yes. it's got a lot of a lot of uh, thinking and yeah. a lot of dialogue that you have to follow and a lot of uh, relation. Like it's not dialogue. But so I, I would put it this way: going back to one of our early episodes where we talked about how it's hard to translate anime or like what happens in anime mm-hmm. to live action. I feel like because Blade Runner, even though Blade Runner wasn't an anime or, or a manga or anything to start off with, I feel like 
if they had if this was a direct translation of of one of those this would be a, a good yeah. translation for oh, it yeah. right it got the the visual the visual aspect of it it got the story pacing right and it wasn't just action 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 no. mixed with some weird like recreation of you know a cartoon or anything like that yeah. so good. i feel like it, it it lends itself to being that but actual live action cool so what was the last movie the you last saw movie i saw i'm gonna i'm gonna give you all two for so last night i watched two movies one was fist fight fist fight so fist fight is a movie starring charlie day and ice cube i'm sorry why would you do this to yourself? And the movie is based, is Charlie Day is a lovable loser teacher mm-hmm. at a very urban. Oh in, yeah, in, I remember in, that in high school. That is the kids. Basically, it's like senior skip day. It's the day before. Yeah, it's the last day of school. I think it is, and uh, everyone's playing these horrible, terrible pranks. I mean, they're the worst. And it's so. I'm going to start off by saying, Fist Fight is a very raunchy film. Yeah, it's got a lot of cursing in it. Yes, and a lot of lewdness not to, not a lot of nudity yeah like maybe like one scene but yeah. I mean, very quickly but it, it's loot so don't think oh jose says it's a good movie so i'm gonna go watch it no don't uh, probably not anyway <laughs> but i like ice cube i like charlie day because jose I, watches a lot of movies i watch a lot of movies everything and and because charlie day's in uh, it's sunny it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah. and i love that show so i watch this and he basically is a level loser and <clears throat> something happens where ice cube he's the mean teacher that everyone's scared of and he takes an axe and he chomps this kid's desk up. Yeah. Cause he seems a little aggressive. It's very aggressive. And you're like, Oh, he should be fired. And so then he looks at Charlie day and goes, teachers don't tell another teachers. Right. And he's like, Nope, they don't. And then he's worried about losing his job. His wife is pregnant. She's about to have a baby. And you know, they're already kind of on thin ice, whatever. And so the principal's like, well, I'm going to fire one of y'all. And, and then Charlie day goes, uh, he did it. <laughs> so he, he gets, he gets, uh, ice cube fired. Yeah. I'm already spoiling this movie. Anyway, I'm gonna stop. Spoiler so, alert. Uh, spoiler alert. But I don't think it matters. No, it doesn't. Cause this isn't even the part of the movie. So basically he, he gets him fired and ice cube challenges him to a fist. Fight. He says, meet me after school at three o'clock and we're going to fight. And then of course, you know, it's a comedy. So all this crazy stuff happens of Charlie trying to get out of it and trying to get out of this fight and just messing things up way worse than they are. It's also, it also has Tracy Morgan in it as the coach and Tracy Morgan. <laughs> if you ever watch a movie with Tracy Morgan, it's just bananas. Yeah. And I can't remember the lady, um, that she plays the, um, the, what do you call it? The, the counselor uh-huh. And Jillian Bell is her name. And she's a terrible guy in the counselor. She's like a drug addict and, and always trying to prey on the young boys at the school. And it's hilarious. It also has Christina Hendricks as the drama teacher. Um, and then Kamel Nanjani uh-huh. as the uh, security guard. He's really funny. So, yeah, a lot of good funny people. Um, I, I, If it wasn't so raunchy, I would recommend it to people because it was hilarious. If you're looking for a movie to recommend, uh, The Big Sick was really good with Kamel uh, oh, yeah? Nanjani. Was it good? Yeah, I want to see really good. too. It was really good. So... Um, I, I do like comedies are weird. So we're we're on this comedy kick today and comedies are really weird because I rarely go see comedies in the theater. Number one. Yeah, I agree. Because it's just, it's too expensive. It's too expensive to see a comedy that I may not even think is funny. Right. And so then after I watched Fist Fight, I watched Neighbors 2. Sorority Rising. Did you watch Neighbors I 1? I watched Neighbor 1. I watched so that Neighbor you have 1. the continuity so of Neighbors 2? I have watched Neighbors 1 and Neighbors 2 uh, in the theater. This uh, is my second viewing of Neighbors 2. Okay, they're having reason- a lot of doubts about this show right now. <laughs> Zach Efron is in neighbors, 
and so is um, everybody's favorite. Um, um, Pineapple Express Seth, guy. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. And then Chloe Grace Moretz, who yeah. I love her as an actress. Yeah, I think I she's good. She's, she's great in everything. Yeah. She's also really good in this as, a, as another terrible raunchy person. So yeah. basically the sorority moves next door to the house. And it's kind of a recreation of what happened before, but the, these girls are worse than the guys were. Yeah. Like they're just oh man, they, they do the worst pranks ever. Um, so anyway, I watched both of those movies. Um, they were both raunchy and both terrible to watch. So I'm sorry. Do not recommend these movies. You'll to never people. get those days, those hours but, back. Uh, you know, I like I like sometimes you know like I like Pineapple Express. I yeah, like Pineapple Express. I like Van Wilder. Yeah. You know, I like stupid comedies. If they weren't so raunchy, sometimes I wish they weren't. But you know, like like super bad. That one's terrible. But I like it. I it's know just, I never saw that it's one. Funny. It's just, oh yeah, I saw super bad. I'm I, sometimes yeah. I have a sophomore humor sense, and I just want to watch something that is goofy, silly, and just raunchy. One of not the, like in a like an American American Pie type. You know, not even not even that bad. Yeah, those movies those were really those bad. Were, those were bad too. And it was like the same movie over and over. Like it, they're all honestly, they're all the same movie yeah. over and over again. Yeah. You know what movie I always appreciated when, I guess I was in high school at the time, and I thought it was really funny and had John Lovitz in it, it was High School High. High School High was good. It was really High funny. High School High was really good. <laughs> I, you know, and there's another, see, that, that's the problem is I want to recommend these movies, but a lot of times, of course, so me and Rick are both Christian guys and we yeah. go to church, you know, and so we have a lot of friends that are in church and I, I'm always afraid to recommend movies. Yeah. Like, and the reason I bring this up, part of the reason I bring this up too is because, so recently on Facebook, Somebody asked me about Thor because I said, hey, <laughs> Thor's a great movie to watch, right? Yeah, Rick's already laughing because he knows what's going on next. And so one of my friends asked me, hey, do you think it would be okay to bring my six to eight-year-old? Like, do you think it's okay for kids to bring right. a six or eight-year-old? And so I was like, let me give her an honest, you know, my honest opinion. I said, it has a lot of uh, violence in it, but there's no blood, and there's really not any sexual innuendo. And there definitely was a lot of So <laughs> Jose was right. There's not very much blood in it. But it's like he forgot like 60% of the movie uh, with the whole no sexual innuendos because uh, there was a lot. There was quite a bit. Um, and they so, were very subtle. So I will just, I will just, I'm going to tell one. It's not a spoiler, yeah. but, but my, my, uh, one of my other friends said, hey, Jose, what about the orgy ship? And then I replied back and said, oh, yeah, I forgot about the orgy ship. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was Jeff Goldblum's name? Uh, the collect- oh no, the gar- uh, the um, Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. So the Grandmaster is to explain this comment. The Grandmaster is a very like he lives a very lavish life. Oh, yeah. He's he's the kind of the ruler of this planet, Sakar, and so he just he lives in like luxury and just and does decadence. whatever in, in decadence, and decadence. In decadence, he loves himself and everything. So <laughs> the ship that they steal towards the end of the movie. Uh, is the Grandmaster's celebratory ship, uh, and it's my yeah, and there's a button on it that is quite suggestive, and it plays a, it has like fireworks, and it's very celebratory. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Jose like slept through a lot of the movie and doesn't no, re- remember I watched it, but I don't see. Well, that's interesting, right? Because I talked to a lot of people about that. A lot of times it's what what do you feel like is going to be offensive or your kid is going to take hold. Kind of like we talked about with the with the um scary, the movies. scary movies, right? Yeah. You know your children and so like which what my friend was telling me later on about that, she was like, 
yeah, like when we watched that movie, my 12 year old was asking me, what is an orgy basically? Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. But my kids, my daughter's not going to ask me that if she watches yeah, it. Yeah. So, it, it's knowing your audience, yeah. right? It's like knowing like what things are they going to pick up on? And yeah, my six year old son probably wouldn't pick up on that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. Let's be responsible parents here. Yes. Right? No? The maybe? more you know, there's a star flowing back, <laughs> flying back behind I as would, they said right I now. I will tell you this right now. I will not let my kids watch Fist Fight or Neighbors 2. No. Right now. Maybe later we can watch stupid, <laughs> stupid, uh, funny movies together. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, my bad parenting aside, hey, drop us a, drop us an email. Just let us know. Hey, do you, do you let your kids let watch us know you're there? Cause <laughs> we're, we're lonely. It's dark in here. Send we're us, scared. Send us, send us a message. Hit us up on Facebook. Tell us, you know, what do you, do you, do you have a problem with your kid watching, you know, a movie like Fist Fight or Neighbors 2 or Van Wilder? And what age would you let them watch it? And how uncomfortable is it when you watch it with them and there's something really suggestive? We're, we, you know, we always binge watch uh, The Walking Dead when it comes out. And I'm terrified that one day, like, there's gonna be like a zombie horde or something, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of walkers on screen and they're just, you know, a, a walking, a typical Walking Dead like slaughter fest. And like Luca's gonna come out like, hey, what are you guys watching? No. <laughs> So whenever like tearing apart the guts yeah. or something. So whenever we do that, like I always have the t- the TV remote and the Apple TV remote, one in each hand, just ready just to case. go. So I, I'm going to tell this story real quick, and then we'll get to our versus segment. So we were watching the Super Bowl last year, and I had a bunch of teenagers with yeah. me. They were over the house, and one of the commercials was with um, what's her name? Man, dang it, she plays uh, Lucy, not Lucille. She plays um on Bob's Burgers, the girl with the. Ears. I don't remember. I don't, Do you watch Bob Burgers? I don't watch Bob Burgers. Okay, that's Bob's fine. Um, she's also in Last Man on Earth. She was in Flight of the Concords. Um, you know, the fan? Yeah. Kristen Shaw. Kristen Shaw. So Kristen yeah. Shaw did a commercial for, I think it was a cell phone. Uh-huh. And it was basically like, tell me about those fees. And she was all talking suggestively. Like, yeah. Do you remember that commercial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so we're watching this. And I'm watching this with a bunch of teenagers. And they're 15, 16. And I'm getting very embarrassed because I'm like, oh, this is super suggestive <laughs> and very weird. And all these teenagers are here. And I was just, I started, it felt like when, you know, when you're a kid or young, whatever, yeah. or even now, and you watch a movie with your parents yeah. and there's someone nude or something or there, even if it's not nude, if they're having sex on the screen, you're like, oh, oh there's a lot so of like F-bombs being dropped or whatever. I don't, you know, I don't really mind the cursing as yeah. much. I can, I can be cool with that, yeah. you know, but like if, if Julie's parents are watching a movie with me and there's some kind of. Suggestive sexual scene. suggestive thing. I'm like, oh gosh, I want to get up. I just want to get up and leave the room. I don't know. There's a good SNL skit I, on that. Is there really? Yeah. Oh, gotta uh, watch it. Yeah. Love SNL, man. It's good stuff. Okay, so um, ready for our versus uh, section. Today we're going to talk about two comedy uh, an- animated comedy icons. Yes. Simpsons versus Family Guy. Yes. Which one is not necessarily better, but preferred? So. I mean, our age group, we all grew up on The Simpsons. Yes. Like, I mean, every day, you know, before our parents got home, you could at least get one episode of The Simpsons in, uh, especially us being latchkey kids. Oh, man, I got and, like, I watched all The Simpsons. <laughs> um, but it always came on at like, you know, between like six and seven or like five and six or whatever. So you could always watch one or two episodes. Um, and I, you know, I've probably seen every episode of like the first, I don't know, 11 seasons mm-hmm. of it. And I stopped watching it in the in the recent history because they obviously recycle a lot of their their storylines and their plot points and i don't know you just kind of grow out of it at some point um but the simpsons will always be like 
a cornerstone of like comedic humor. Did you ever watch the Tracy Ullman shorts? Did you watch uh, those? Yeah, just a little bit. Because I mean, when bit. they came on, did you watch them or did you no, watch them later? No, I watched them later. Because my mom would watch the Tracy Ullman show yeah. and I'd watch it with her. And I, that's when I first got introduced to The Simpsons was during that. And I thought that was just interesting because animation wasn't on TV right. in that way. It was right. all, you know. It was either Saturday morning cartoons yes. or Sesame Street. And that's the thing about The Simpsons. There was no, that I can remember, there was no other primetime animation. Yeah. I mean, they are the ones that led the way for all of this primetime. Now we have so much primetime animation yeah. and animation for adults. Um, and the humor was funny and real yeah. to in a point, you know, family dynamic stuff. And there was a lot of heart and love and just goofiness about American yeah. society. In it. Yeah, it was it was very much a, a take on uh, or a commentary on society. So if you've never watched The Simpsons, it is even <laughs> then go Google it because I don't know. We do have listeners in Japan and Germany, oh, yeah, which okay. actually they've definitely they, they seen, probably the definitely seen The Simpsons. Yeah. So it's about a family that lives in Springfield somewhere. Yeah. And the dad is a lovable oaf yes. named Homer and he works at the nuclear power plant and they have three children um, Bart, Bartholomew. No, Lisa's older, right? Lisa. How dare you, sir? Bart is older. Is Bart older? Yes. He's like a year older than? Yeah, it's Bart, Lisa, and Maggie. I thought Lisa was older. No. No? How dare you? Whatever. Okay, look, <laughs> Bart's older. Um, he's in the fifth grade perpetually. Yeah. Perpetually in the fifth grade. Yeah, because Lisa's in the fourth grade. And then Lisa and Bart's a mischievous troublemaker. Yeah. And then Lisa is the overachiever. Do gooder, play do gooder, play, plays the saxophone. Yeah, and then Maggie's she's a tryhard, and then Maggie's the baby. Yeah, and then his lovely wife Marge, and she's also a murderer. Very large blue hair. Who Maggie? Yeah. Oh, she, did she shoot Mister? She Wayne? shot Mister Burns. Well, Mister Burns didn't die. Um, and so they live in this town with a bunch of other ca- colorful characters. Yes, and they get into hijinks. They're all everyone that lives in this town is a caricature of people that you run into. Oh yeah, in everyday life. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a it's a funny show, and they have a lot of guest stars that yeah. come on the show. They've had you know Michael Jackson has been yeah. on the show, or was it a, was that a impersonator or was that actual Michael Jackson? I think it was actually like one of the most famous impersonators. Okay, yeah, yeah. but they have other people come on the show and do, and they've had so many great stories over the years. Yeah. Um, so and very timely, very timely. Yeah, like some people go to to links to say like the Simpsons predicted certain things that would happen. Okay, like so as exaggerations. Up, they they had Trump as the president. They did. Just saying. Yeah. And they had him on a. It was really weird because they had him on. Uh, we'll we're, in the show notes. We'll post some of the videos from YouTube. You can go check them out. It's yeah. fr- it's pretty creepy actually. Yeah. They had like Trump on a um, escalator going up and all these signs, and he was with Melania or no, he was with his wife. I don't know, he was with somebody. Yeah. But then that same scene happened when he was running <laughs> for president. And I was like, uh, that's weird. Yeah. So, okay. The other is Family Guy. Yeah. So, what is your history Which, with Family Guy? I think Family Guy is great. I think it's it's a hilarious. Well, it was a hilarious show. Uh, obviously, I'm Team Simpsons on this one. Uh, uh, I think it's a good show. I think Seth Seth MacFarlane is he's very hilarious. He's got a lot of good jokes to an extent, but I feel like uh, I feel like he has one lane, and sometimes he tries to get out of that lane, and it doesn't always work. Uh, I feel like he's a good Peter Griffin, and that's so pretty much it. It's interesting because they're two totally different types of comedy. They um, they are, but without The Simpsons, you wouldn't have Family Guy. You definitely wouldn't. And he, I mean, Seth MacFarlane definitely acknowledges that. Yeah. And uh, so I'm also going to post a video of um, when The Simpsons met Family Guy, which is pretty funny. Nice. Um, and a lot of times. The Family Guy made fun of the Simpsons. Yeah, you know humorous yeah. references, and they, they talk about stealing jokes from each other all the Absolutely. time. Absolutely, I'm pretty sure the Simpsons has like, I mean, they're 
the longest running primetime animated series, and it's gone like twenty something seasons. I at think least. it's like twenty six. Twenty six seasons. Yeah. So you're gonna get some jokes and yeah. some stuff and some references that you're gonna cross over. The thing about Family Guy, I think it was was it. So again, it's a family. Um, you have Peter Griffin, the lovable oaf dad, yeah. who works at. I don't know where he works at the toy factory in the first season. And then he works. Yeah, I don't the, know where he works. He anymore. works the brewery. He works the brewery because he's a drunk. Yeah. Um, and he's just he's not he's not just a little wolf. He's also like an alcoholic. Yeah, he's very selfish stu- and very stupid. Just yeah. stupid. Like and not Homer Simpson's like a, Homer Simpson's like a goof. Peter Griffin's just an idiot. Yeah, right. And then you have Lois, who's his wife, who is the homemaker, kind of worried about everybody, but also she's a little. On the crazy side, sometimes definitely on the crazy yeah, side. Yeah. So, and then then you have they have uh, three children as well. Yes. You have Chris, who's younger. Who's old? No, he's older. He's older too. Do you even watch these shows? Yes, but I thought he was no, younger. No, it's Chris. Meg. Are you sure? Yes. Chris, oh Megan, anyway, Stewie. Chris is the is the old. I guess that I don't think you're right. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Tweet us. Text us. We we'll do whatever. If you text us, if you find our number. Um. Anyway, don't um, find our numbers. Don't find our, don't find our numbers. Um. Anyway, Chris, who is the typical teenage boy. Teenage adolescent. Yeah. Prepubescent boy. Definitely typical. And then Meg, who is just like <laughs> the the kicking. She's okay. She's Lisa. She's Lisa Simpson as the tryhard, but has zero intelligence. And it's not try and does not try. I mean, she tries hard, but she also like really tries to be liked and nobody nobody, nobody likes, likes Meg. Yeah. Nobody at all likes Meg. And she's she's voiced by Mila Kunis, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then you have Stewie, who's the baby, who is definitely a murderer. Yes. <laughs> and and is basically an adult in the baby's body. It's the adult in the baby's body. He talks to the their dog, who is all, a talking dog named Brian, who yeah. is Peter's best friend and also a character in the movie. And yeah. then they have a bunch of character, cast of characters too, but their comedy is more off the wall. And I want to say it's The Simpsons meets Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, it's kind of, but it, yeah. but some of the things they do are just like asinine, and it doesn't make any sense, and it's which so, is the Beavis and Butthead, so wild and crazy and goofy, and it sometimes it comes out of left field, which is I think what Family Guy has lost actually, is because it? the first season was funny, and it had a well, you had Stewie trying to kill his mom, yeah, or trying to get back in the womb, yeah. and really you know, and not knowing what's going on in the world, and they never really evolved from that. They just changed him and made him into an old like weird dude they, yeah. so they made him an older guy that was british and yeah. he was just really odd and did weird stuff i will say my favorite family guy segment is when uh stewie loans brian money oh that was great dude <laughs> hey, you got money you got money for fake glasses <laughs> we'll, 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 put the, <laughs> fake we'll put that clip in the, oh, in yeah, the notes that was good. But it's, I mean, it's, it's two clips two different parts <laughs> but it's so hilarious it is a little crude there's some yeah, language in it but it's violence Hilarious. So I mean, it's just it's just an extreme caricature of the Simpsons, and so that's why it's hard to verse them together. And the only thing is, so I'm on. I like Family Guy, but I don't watch Family Guy anymore. Yeah, because I feel like it's fallen off. Yeah, and I think you're right about Seth MacFarlane having one lane, and he really like his comedy is okay, but it's the same. Because if you've ever watched any of his movies, yeah, like Ted, yeah, or um, or how to oh my gosh, the one of the most terrible comedies ever is how to how to die in the million ways to die in the west i never saw that don't watch yeah. it it's just dumb but ted was peter griffin in a bear it was it was peter and that's the thing it's like he yeah. does the same character yeah over and over again yeah i i thought ted was funny i mean it was funny kinda, but it was but just it was like swapping out family guy cartoon for a yeah. bear and i've never seen the i haven't seen the orville yet but i've heard it was good 
And uh, I'm pretty sure here's the here's the problem. I'm pretty sure it's going to be good until a point. And then it's yeah. not going to be good anymore. The thing about The Simpsons, even though so I caught an episode of The Simpsons that was newer recently. Okay. And I enjoyed it yeah. still. I still enjoyed it. And I I've watched an episode of Family Guy recently and I didn't enjoy it. So I, I would say I would say this is especially speaking as like dads and people with kids. If my kid walked in on me watching an episode of The Simpsons, I would probably change the channel, but I wouldn't be as quick to change the channel depending on the episode that I was watching. If he walked in on me watching Family Guy, immediately change the channel. Yeah. Like I, there's there's a there's a different level of comedy there even though they're both considered adult cartoon shows mm-hmm. or a, adult uh, subject matter cartoon shows. Um I think that I don't want to say that there's something that they learn from the Simpsons, but there's, well, there's lessons. There, no, there, there, are, there I, are lessons in the Simpsons. There are though. lessons and there's different, I feel like there's different age levels of comedy in a mm-hmm. Simpsons episode. Whereas in family guy, you just get adult rated comedy yeah. uh, in a cartoon. And it's not like, I mean, at least sometimes some things in the Simpsons can, can you can learn something and like, you can see, okay, well they're good. Like, I think it's core. Like it feels like the Simpsons are good natured. And there's, there's yeah. a good nature to what's yeah. going on, even though some of it is goofy and it makes fun of a lot of people and different yeah. things like that. But it's it, there's a good nature, you know, at this at the core. Yeah. With Family Guy, it's not that way. It's definitely dysfunctional for a reason. I mean, right. it's, it's funny and it make and it turns it on its it kind of turns the Simpsons on its head. Yeah. The problem is is that it has not evolved into anything different than what it was, and it actually went down from what it was the first season. They kind of just went too far out with it. They didn't stick to what they were doing and evolve that. Do you think it's because they've tried to save it so many times? Yeah, because, I mean, it was supposed to go away, yeah. and, and they're trying to reinvent it, and it's, yeah. and they stopped doing... I mean, they could have continued on with the storyline of Stewie being this... He kind of just mellowed out and became yeah. a weird... It was weird. It was yeah. really odd. Whereas with The Simpsons, they all stay to their same strengths, but they... Yeah. But they also evolve as characters still, even to now. They're they're still the same. It's but also never different. it's also never been canceled. Yeah. Or even been I, clo- I don't even yeah. think it's been close to being canceled. I mean, it's just a and it's something like you said, like if my kids like if Audrey wanted, she's nine years old. If she yeah. wanted to watch it with me, I'd probably let her watch it with me. Yeah. Because it's not like it's there's no nothing that I'll have to really explain to her. Right. I feel I don't feel like I would. Um, and it would be funny, you know, and it's got level. It's like, it's, it's like almost like a Disney movie. There's levels for kids and there's levels of comedy for me as an adult that I got right. that joke, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm on team Simpson only because it has stayed the time. Yeah. And family guy is not, I don't, I just, it's still going on, you know? Yeah. But to what extent? But then again, I mean, so is South Park and I've never liked South Park. I, yeah. I like, I watched the first season and it be, it's the same joke over and over and over and over and over again. It's basketball in a show. Yeah. Don't watch basketball. Yeah. Don't. Don't waste your time. <laughs> well, cool. So Simpsons wins, of course. Who who really thought Family Guy was going to win yeah, that nobody. fight? Nobody. Nobody. I mean, and I don't think Family Guy is like a terrible show. No, like, it's it, just, it does, it's not going to stand the test of time. I'd watch the first season again because it was hilarious. Man. Yeah. And there were so many good things. And I just think they became a little meaner. That's Court's mean. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Now we are going to talk stupid rick thoughts i'm just trying out different themes (laughs) as always i gotta set the tone set the mood set that mood set the mood for these questions so a lot of times as holly and i are getting ready to go to sleep you know we're both in bed i want to you know roll over give her a nice little hug little kiss on the cheek and just ask her you know some random question like would you still love me and be with be my my wife if I had Benjamin Button disease? 
<laughs> and if, for those of you that don't know, Benjamin Button was a movie with Brad Pitt and Bradley Jose's favorite, Pitt. Kate Blanchett. Oh, gosh. Yes. <laughs> God, man. You know what? Kate Blanchett was also in Thor. She was. Mm. She played the goddess of death because mm. she announced it every, every 10 time. seconds. Oh, yeah. I'm the goddess of death. I'm the goddess of death. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> um, so... Brad Pitt in this movie is born as an old man, basically. He is a baby. He's an old baby. That looks like an old man. And as he progresses through life, he meets in the middle and falls in love with Kate Blanchett's character. I'm totally spoiling this movie. Oh, don't spoil the movie. <laughs> and then at matter. the end of it, like as he progressively gets older, instead of shriveling up as an old man, he becomes a baby, like a newborn baby. And then... Yeah, it's really weird, though, yeah. right? Think about that. Like, so... He was born a baby, but an old baby. But the body up. of an old man. The the brain of a baby, but the body of an old but man. But he didn't come out as a like an old man. But not like a full grown old man, like but like as a, a baby. He was a, he was a wrinkly baby. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like we come out as a baby and then we shrink back into an old baby. Right. That was just weird because he became a baby at the end of the movie. Right. Like a newborn baby. Like I don't think he should have become a baby. He should have been an old man, but like with a baby face that would have been weird wait a minute maybe you're a baby face as an old man and that's even weirder so you have the benjamin button disease and so right now i mean let's just get down to the point yeah. her response was what do you want me to do with that <laughs> well i mean i guess you'd enjoy it right at the I mean, time for the, at the time like you know like so if you take it like right now right like we'd be meeting in the middle yeah, so you'd okay. be 30 right now. So you'd yeah. be like a normal, you'd be looking like I'm yourself. I'm 35, sir. Well, I mean, but just, okay, sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, you cared about your age that much. Anyway, 35. So, yeah. yeah so we'd, be, uh, we'd I, I would look pretty you'd much. You'd look the same. Yeah. You'd look the same. But as time went by, you'd look younger and younger. Which means as she got older, you would she'd have a newborn. newborn. And she'd get looks. Well, but then, then at one point, she'd be dating a nine. She'd be like married to a nine-year-old boy. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. But you'd be a which man, in the minute, how weird is that? Oh my god! Which explains in the movie why Brad Pitt's character Benjamin Button just bounced out when he got looking too young because it would be weird, right? Yeah, because like he was a teenager and then he left, right? Yeah, because he realized, hey, I'm a five year old and that's gonna be weird because <laughs> I can talk to you, but I'm not gonna have the yeah qualifications to, <laughs> to be an adult. To, to be an adult, I'm not gonna be able to. It'd be weird. Yeah, there would be too many. It would be, really be too weird. many questions. Yeah. So her, Holly's response, "I love my wife," was. What do you want me to do with that? And I think it's a valid response. Let me ask you, what would you do if she had Benjamin Button? I would love her for the rest of what, her until life. Until she was a baby? Until she was a baby. Would you, that would be would creepy. Would you be married to a four-year-old? We just talked about this because yeah. I was watching the video. We're not gonna I'm talk trying about, to be the better person We're not going to talk about the video I was watching, but the guy was commenting on his wife's younger pictures yeah. when she was like a, a, you know, under 18. He was like, oh, you look cute there. You look cute. And I was like, yeah, that's is weird. He, is he saying cute or is he like, man, I'm, you looked hot then too. I don't know. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah. So your wife would be younger and you'd be like, I'm married to this. I think she'd have to put me up for adoption. <laughs> At some point. Well, yeah. That'd be weird too, right? Like, yeah. wait a minute. Hold, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm thinking this through because you're a baby. So how do you eat? What do you mean? So are they going to give you breast milk? No, I'd have to have like formula. Why would they give you formula? Why wouldn't you just eat food? I mean, I do could do everything, but I guess my, like my innards would That's would weird. not be fully. Well, I don't know. My innards would not be fully developed. We need a medical doctor on this show. <laughs> because when he was born, he had like the heart of a. No, he had the heart of an old man, didn't he? I don't know. I can't remember. The, I've seen the movie, but yeah. I don't. 
It's it's too far fetched and stupid yeah. for me to even think about. I mean, it was a good also movie. had Kate Planchet in it, and so Look, Jose just. I liked the K- <laughs> Curious Case of Benjamin Button. It was a good movie, but I didn't get just like time travel. And if oh, you know what, we're, we're going to do time travel. We're going to talk about time travel yeah. on the show because I have a a big problem with time. Yeah, travel. we'll talk about time travel. I have a big problem with a lot of things. Yeah, by the way, I have a lot of opinions. Um, so I'm trying to think like if I. What I would want, I guess I'd have to walk away too. I'd have to be like, "Hey, look, you just, just give me an apartment, set me up, because um, I'm gonna be a four year old." <laughs> but then you'd be a baby, and what would happen if someone just walked in and you were a baby? That's weird. But you uh, would also not be able to function after a while. Yeah, I mean, well, like what, once would you, your mind stay the same because his mind was a baby when he was older. So, like, would you be like a sixty year old man in the body of a toddler? Or Probably. a seven-year-old man, yeah, the yeah, toddler. Yeah. And what if you had dementia? Then you'd but, act like okay. a baby. But here's the thing, though: like your brain size would have to decrease at the same time, right? As you're getting oh, smaller. God, so, like, my head. so can you be a sixty-year-old man, or would you, are you? St- I still think you could be a grown man with a baby face. Yeah, oh, like with a baby, with like, like a baby's head, head. Your head would be the same size, but it'd be a baby, like a you know, like those you know, like those baby uh, costumes. Yeah, the big baby. That's yeah. what you would look like. Would you so be able, full, would you a full be, size man, would, a full size man baby. baby. Would you be able to to be married to a full size man baby? No, or a woman baby. I don't Sorry, know. <laughs> wouldn't the, how this is getting way too yeah, weird. It's getting way creepy, too weird. But I, this, <laughs> I don't want to go down this road anymore. This, you're the one. You took us down this road. I, I did. You took us I down did. this road. This is my fault. This is all your fault. This dumb question. <laughs> and Benjamin, but it's also well. I'll just blame Brad Pitt. It's yeah. easy to blame Brad Pitt. He's, yeah, he's the blame for a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, because at some point, but this is why I ask these questions because well, you've got to have these conversations. If you don't even know in the future. You have to make decisions now because you're not even sure if you'll shrink into a baby or if you'll just be a weird man baby. Right. And that's even weird. That's even worse. I think. What is worse? Tell us, people. What is worse? Being being married to a, a man or woman baby, or having a newborn being married to a newborn. <laughs> That's, this is terrible. <laughs> this has gotten way. But you know, I mean, it's just, it's just like you know, we're way out of control. No, it's fine because you've been married to them this whole time, and they have a Benjamin Button's disease. You're not trying to be a weirdo. You just that's what happened, man. You can't Benjamin Buttonitis. Yeah, you, they've been buttoned, buttoned down, smaller. Um, God, that'd be so weird. I don't know. What the show's I would, ending on a weird. There would be. A, yeah, gosh, I feel is, bad about the show. This is not even comedy anymore. This is just gross. These weirdos on. This is. We're gonna get flagged. We're gonna get flagged now. Yeah. Don't don't listen to this podcast if you're triggered. But listen to this podcast hey, so all the time, every this, day. There's there's this. Uh, so I found this GIF, and it's a uh, it's this guy who is. Um, and I'm gonna put it in the show notes. I'm gonna GIF for everyone else. No, it's a freaking GIF. Are you? Saying, I don't care. Are it's you GIF. saying GIF? Are I'm you really saying, saying GIF? GIF? I'm saying GIF. Why are you saying GIF? It's also it's auto. It's oh my gosh, I'm getting riled up, guys. Okay, I'm getting riled up. <laughs> say what you want to say. It's wait. fine. Oh, wait. Is it Jif? The creator went back and said that he actually pronounced it Jif when he made it. However, when things stand... Wait, but should it be GIF? It should be. Graphical inner... What is it? Graphical so it interlaced It shouldn't be GIF. It should be GIF. Like that. Yeah. It should be GIF. Yeah, but he, he went back and said it's Jif. But remaining... No, he's the wrong. rest of society said said it should be gif like that's what we've all said so i've, I feel, I've actually called the gif the whole time so i feel like i feel like yeah that's what he created 
but I feel like it's been in, in pop culture and society for so long. Yeah, but if you created something and they were saying it wrong, wouldn't you be like, hey, guys, it's GIF. Anyway, there's a GIF, whatever you want to say. <laughs> a GIF? It's a G-I-F. Okay. Yes. A movable picture. A dot GIF. It's a moving picture. Um that uh, has this guy who's in his chair, and I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the motion for Rick. You guys can't see it. Sorry, unless you look at the gif. Uh, he goes. <laughs> and, <Yes>. it says, <laughs> and it says triggered at the bottom. <laughs> so describe what I just did, Rick. <laughs> you like threw yourself back in your chair and shook your face up and down. That's that's like you were seizing. <laughs> so if you're triggered by this podcast, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it, it ended on a weird note, guys. I apologize. Sorry. That's my fault. So but. what would you do <laughs> if you were married to a man baby or a woman baby? Or your spouse had Benjamin Button disease. Or your spouse had Benjamin Button disease. Or what would you do if you had Benjamin Button disease? Let us know at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can also tweet to us at IGTGS show. You can hit up our Facebook at www.facebook.com. It's going to get stupid or you can go on our website and just see what's going on with it's going to get stupid.com. Uh, that's all we have for you today. Uh, make sure you watch Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok. It's great. Uh, watch Blade Runner. I don't care what you say, Gabo. Ragnarok is great. Gabo, sorry, Gabo. It is what it is. Um, you know what? If you want to watch raunchy comedies, watch Fist Fight. Watch Neighbors, too. Go ahead. It's don't okay. Watch them. Watch the there Simpsons. are other better Whatever. bad comedies watch out there. Watch The Simpsons. Um, and we want to end it on happy birthday, Michelle Tanner. Where have you gone? We don't know where you went to. <laughs> I hope you're recovering from that horse accident. Oh, man. Later, y'all. <laughs>